Emergency services. Please, you gotta help me. There's this weird guy. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am, call us when you're dead. What the fuck? Welcome back, callers, to another episode of Call Us When You're Dead. I'm Keith. And I'm Ryan. And on today's episode, we will be covering the Bodies in Barrels Murders. Yeah, I don't like that still. Even after going to get a drink, I still don't like the name of that. <laughs> the name really, really bothers me. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. But just, just to give you and the callers a heads up, we will be dealing with some bodies in barrels. Yeah, see, it just it doesn't matter which way you put it. It just still sounds horrible i mean it is horrible yeah well in other news something that wasn't horrible before we dive into this case is we went out and played trivia and got drinks and that was really honestly a lot of fun it was a couple of hours away and just something to do we lost horribly but we are not smart no i mean okay so to be fair it's not that we weren't smart some of those questions were worded really weird they were we made we thought that the answer would be one thing or we were off by like a number or something else that was really weird but we did good we had fun but we did yes. lose god we it, lost it was it was fun it was fun you know who isn't a loser though who's that our listeners that is a true story that is a very true story unless somebody one of them has done something wrong and we don't know about it yet but we're not taking credit for that right so we have andrea b we have lana b and jared v thank you guys so much for being listeners to our show we truly would not know how to do this without you. So this is episode eight for this season. It is. And so we have two more episodes for Murderous Entertainment. And then we are going to be doing a special episode for our birthday. Yeah, our one-year anniversary special. Yeah, because it should, I believe it should fall into the right timeline. If it doesn't, it will be like a... A new season episode and then the birthday episode. Right. It'll be super, super close. Right. There might be a little bit of like a convoluted part there for a minute, but we're still doing the next season or vice versa. It just all depends. Yeah. And then we are going to be starting that next season. So we are just, we're still chugging along and we're still doing, you know, we're having a lot of fun with this. We've had more suggestions on other seasons that we're considering. And so thank you guys for those suggestions. We do take them and we do talk about them. And you may find that one of those suggestions is a future season. Absolutely. We do listen to you. We always listen to you guys. And if even if it's a correction, we still listen. Absolutely. All right, Ryan. With all of that said, why don't you get us started on this case? All right. Sounds good. All right, callers. Today, we have a shit show of murders and double standards as we will be covering the bodies and barrels of murders. Also, just as a heads up, there's going to be several names thrown out there, and we will do our best to help keep them all straight. Do I need a pen and paper? Oh, man, I hope not. I I felt I outlined this fairly easy, so it'll be simple and keep everything in order. Just bear with me if I ask questions, because sometimes (laughs) even myself, when we've said multiple names... I'm like, this person was related to this person, correct? Like, Yeah, yeah. I feel I like, mean, I always feel like the callers have that idea of I'm not paying attention. I really am, but sometimes <laughs> they're, I feel like they also know. Sometimes there's just so much going on that there, you can't always is. keep it straight. There is. And there is in the story as well. Oh, good. So, with that being said, 
Join us as we head down under once again to Australia. Fucking Australia, man. Yeah. You guys have been a, a ripe one this season. Right. Apparently, any bad shit that happens in Australia makes for good movies. I am just still throwing it out there. They have cows that eat snakes. <laughs> I've seen the photos. You can't deny it. So, let's head into that trusty time machine. Head to Australia, August 1992, when this killing spree began by four disturbing individuals. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the time machine at all times. Call us when you're dead. Cannot be responsible for any lost limbs. So, maybe before we delve into the crimes and victims, I think we should let you know about the pieces of shit that commit these crimes. I hate doing that, but sure, let's go ahead. I know it's not ideal. But we gotta know who our four, uh, assholes are, I guess. The quote ringleader of the group was John Bunting. He was born in 1966, which would make him about 26 years old when the killing started. Growing up, he was disruptive in school, bullied other kids, and enjoyed killing animals. According to John, he was physically and sexually assaulted by his older brother's friends when he was eight years old. This leads him to extreme hatred for pedophiles and homosexuals. I don't disagree with him having, if this is true, which you and I had discussed prior, you said that you couldn't find any evidence that this was not true. I mean, correct. I couldn't find any evidence that was true, and considering he's a, a killer, you got to take lie. it with a grain of salt. Yes. If this is true... I can see where this would cause such an extreme hatred towards people that are homosexual or pedophiles because you would feel, and and I'm not defending him, but you would feel as if your innocence was taken from you by one of those groups of people. Absolutely. I I do agree with that. But I also do want to highlight those uh, red flags for what the... What would you call, like, the serial killer? The trifecta? Yes. And he's he's got one there of the enjoys killing animals. Right, and he bullies other kids. He's really disruptive. So he is showing signs of possible becoming a serial killer. Now, that could also be linked to the fact that he was traumatized at such a young age, and so he needs to have control over something in his life doesn't excuse any of his behavior. Absolutely does not excuse. But that could also be why there's such outburst. Right. Yeah, don't don't want to give him any sympathy, but right, or counseling. Leeway. Right. Counseling, people talk to someone, there's no shame in that. Right. You should you are like we always say, you are always in charge of your own mental health. Absolutely. Next, we have Robert Wagner. He was born in 1971, which would make him about 21 years old when the killing spree began. Bunting and Wagner first met in 1991. Wagner, just like Bunting, had a strong hatred of pedophiles. Also, we will note now that Bunting and Wagner would be the only two that would partake in cannibalism of one of their victims. You know, even after a drink that's... Still just bothers me. I mean, cannibalism in general is a bothersome I just, thing. Okay, if anybody can tell me what would cause you to want to nom on another person, please let me know. <laughs> okay, you had the the soccer team that got trapped in the Himalayas or whatever, like their their plane had crashed. And out of survival, they ate some dead people. 
Okay. Okay. This yeah, is a yeah. true story. They, right, they right. did eat some dead people out of that to keep themselves alive. I think I would rather starve. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that is easy to say, but when it comes down to it, are you really going to die over having some sort of substance to fuel your body to keep you alive? No, you know, I know that I might, but you know who won it? Who's that? My mother. <laughs> okay, so one time, we're going to derail here for a second. One time we were sitting in the car, and she dead ass looked at me and said, Keith, if you were you and I were on a deserted deserted island, I would kill you and eat you. And I went, what the fuck? And she goes, well, why should I have to watch you starve to death? And why should I starve? <laughs> you would have supple meat to eat. That sounds 100% like some shit your mom would say. It 100% is some shit she and would say because she I love did her. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Our third member in this group of losers is James Vlasicus, who would join them a couple years into the killing spree. He was about 15 years old when he joined in on the murders. He would later allege his older brother sexually abused him. Also, not only was he the stepson of Bunting, he was also a heroin addict. That is a lot to unpack. Yeah. So I'm not judging him because he had an addiction to drugs. Everybody suffers with their own addictions. Still get help. But why is it that all of these men keep alleging sexual abuse is the reason... I'm having a hard time <laughs> now believing their story. That they keep saying, well, we were sexually abused and that's why we did what we did. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yes. It sounds like it's a good cop-out. It, it does, but also I do want to highlight 15 years old. When you decide yeah. you're going to go on a... Listen, look at what we covered last week. I know, but last week, uh, Sanford, the that child... Right, but Gordon was Heavily, what? heavily forced. He was, yeah, he was... Gordon was 17, 18 when he first started deciding he was going to start killing people? Yeah, he was in his late teens. You know, so clearly there is no age restriction on when you decide you're going to go a little happy. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's true. I'm going to make so many people mad by saying a little knife happy, but, <laughs> some, you know, I'm just calling it like it is. Clearly there is not an age restriction, and you guys will find with the next episode, there is not... Right. And I don't know. I guess for me, it's just mind boggling thinking 15 years old. I wasn't the, I was not, I mean, I was 15 years old at one point, but I think (laughs) killing people was not on my things to do list. No, I don't think that ever crossed my mind of what I want to do when I'm 15. (laughs) Exactly. And finally, we have Mark Hayden. He was born in 1958, which would made him about 35 years old when the murder spree began. We will let you know now that Mark Hayden was not actually convicted of any of the murders, but he did help with the disposing of the bodies and covering them up. He is also the one who rented out an old bank vault they would use to store the victims in, or more so, the barrels. So how is he not charged? He's just not charged with anything? He is charged with a couple of counts, but they would um, result in hung jury because of the lack of evidence. And what they could fully pin him with was the help of disposing. Oh, man, I feel like you should be charged with the murders as well because you've seemed very complicit. <laughs> well, wait until you see the victims. Okay. 
So now that we have the four, these four names, let's get to the victims. Callers, I guarantee you will be shocked at how some of these victims correlate to our four pieces of shit we just got done talking about. And also, I didn't note it, but this crime spree went from about 1992 to 1999. Holy shit, a seven-year crime spree? Correct. Now, Damn. I didn't write down each date. Okay. But I just want you to know, the first victim is 1992, and then there's a two-year cooling-off period, and then it starts back up in 94 and goes until 99. Okay. If that makes sense. Yep, it makes sense to me. Now, is I, I need to ask, is Bunting the only one that's involved in this first murder? He is. Okay, okay. I just want to get that clarified for myself and for the callers on what's going on here, because it seems like there was a weird meeting of the murders. Yeah. Like, did they have, was there the 1-800-CALL-A-MURDER friend? Right, yeah. And they all had a fucking coalition of murderers? I mean, pretty much. Um, I do incorporate each time when one of the new players will come into it. In the end, it was all four of them. Okay. It starts with Bunting, then Bunting and Wagner, and then Bunting, Wagner, and Vlasicus, and then all four of them. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Bunting's first solo victim was 22-year-old Clinton Trezise. He was killed by Bunting with a hammer because he thought Clinton was a pedophile. It would take two years for the authorities to discover his body. When they did, it was breaking news, and reporters were talking about it as if it was an unsolved case. Upon seeing this on the news, Bunting would brag to his stepson and quote, his handiwork. So, where do we begin on that fucking statement? Okay, you said the news acted like it was unsolved? Yeah, the police didn't have no leads, and the news was just reporting on it, and they were treating it as, like, oh, it's an unsolved, ongoing case. We okay. don't know anything about it. There's no evidence. But this dude is going around and telling everybody... He is bragging to his stepson, James Vlasicus... That he has murdered somebody with a hammer. About his handiwork. Handy as in, like, I used a hammer? I mean, that was... was he like, this is my handiwork? Yeah, I take it as you want, I guess. Oh, my God. I would say definitely informed his son of his actions. He's very much making a joke that he used a hammer and being a handyman. Yep. For his handiwork. Very much so. What? God, you're a loser. But more so, Bunting killed him because he thought Clinton was a pedophile. Yeah, and had no proof. I mean, I didn't read anything. I You didn't see any, like, proof that he was ever convicted of being a pedophile? Nope. It, it was, doesn't make it right. Right. No, absolutely not. You know. I mean. Pedophiles should face certain pedophiles need to face justice and things like that yes I but, mean, we're not here saying we support no i'm not shit, either but, but you also can't go around just killing somebody because you right have now come to a notion that they are something that they very well could not be right and this is the sense that i got from bunting and wagner's first few victims is they i feel they felt they were being some sort of a vigilante justice system but vigilante to who like you have no proof you've just decided this guy is what I say he is. Yeah, yeah. And so now I'm in the right. But what if his son had accused him of being a pedophile? Would that have been okay at that point to then kill him? Yeah, I don't I don't in know. In his mind, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. 
it's just you have to there's there's laws and there's a justice system for a reason people exactly. follow it if you don't agree with it change the fucking laws exactly. you don't take the yes. law into your own hand i think that is the best way to handle this yes it is now with bunting and wagner now working together the next victim is 26 year old ray davies it was alleged that Ray was sexually inappropriate with his landlord's grandchildren. They felt they had to take matters into their own hands, and they strangled him. No pun intended. So again, no proof. There was just hearsay. I'm, and they've I taken the law into their is. own hands once again to just do whatever the fuck they wanted and try to justify it. Yes, I essentially feel this is hearsay again. Now, I'm not sure for the exact translation. I just, for how I took it, it was his landlord's grandchildren. Okay. But it was he, uh, this Ray Davies lived in a caravan on the property of this person. Right. And, yeah, alleged. There was an allegation that he had sexual misconduct with the grandchildren. Correct. There was no proof that it actually happened outside of a, a weird allegation. Right. And again, just because there was an allegation means Ray would still be entitled to his day in court to Right. And do we it. know if the cops at this point were even investigating Ray? I, I do not know that, no. Okay. Because I feel like the cops would be investigating if these allegations were true right. and not just some fucked up rumor. But again, uh, I because do... Because we've seen how rumors can spiral. Oh, Absolutely. Another thing that I do want to kind of point out that we will notice for our victims of homosexuals and pedophiles, you know, similar to other cases that we They're have mar- covered. I'm not, I don't want to put pedophiles and marginalized, but they are groups of people that would be easier targets. Well, and the fact that when sex workers of the black race would complain to police, the police would be like, oh, right. I feel like this could be going on in Australia where, oh, just these random gays and pedophiles are disappearing. Oh, no, let's let's investigate it eventually. Right. And again, we are not, 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 not defending pedophilia. We're not. But an allegation of pedophilia does not equate to actual pedophilia. We Correct. Need, we need to let that be known right now. We are not pro-pedophilia. We will never defend pedophilia. If this man was accused of it and he went to the cops, I understand where the cops be like, like, well, I don't really believe you because you've been accused of this because clearly the rumor mill has started to where now people are hearing it and this man now has decided he can do whatever he wants. Exactly. The next victim was 19-year-old Michael Gardner. Michael was an openly gay cross-dresser which, of course, didn't sit well with Bunting and Wagner. He was also strangled to death by the pair. When you say gay crossdresser, are we talking drag queen? Or are we talking somebody that's trying to transition? We're talking transitions. Okay. He was okay. born male, and I want to say he did um, go by the name of Michelle. Okay. Instead of Michael, but he was born Michael. Okay. So she was openly trying to transition. When she was strangled, we will... That's how I would assume it. Right. We will put she with that just because that is respect to the victim. Correct. And same thing with the next victim is he he was born and is a male and we put the male name. But I want to say he could... Also transitioning. Okay. I believe so. So out of respect to her, 
she will be her. But at the same time, when it was reported on, it was reported as a male, correct? The male name is what came up in my article. Okay, so we're we're going to use both, but for for the sake of argument, we'll use both because that is how it was reported. But we do want to know there is a respect for her absolutely being herself. It's always very convoluted and very hard when we deal with stuff like this because we want to show respect, but we also want to show the facts of the case and how things were reported at the time. Yep. Because it does show that there is growth within it, but we're not meaning any disrespect when we say it in a certain way. Correct. 42-year-old Barry Lane was their next victim. Barry was the former boyfriend of, drumroll please. Oh, good. I'm ready for this one. Robert Wagner. Get the fuck out. Seems odd that they're having to kill pedophiles and homosexuals as one of them may be a homosexual themselves. Holy shit. Did he kill her because she didn't tell him that she was trans? I do not believe so. Do you think it was an openly gay relationship and Barry later on decided to become trans after the openly gay relationship? That's kind of what I think so. Okay. So Barry was brutally tortured and strangled to death. They rolled his body up in a carpet before disposing him in one of the acid-filled barrels. That is so fucked up. And that that is to a level of, I hate you so much. Because they haven't done this to anybody else yet. Exactly, and that's something I wanted to point out was with the brutally torturing and strangling. It's a crime of passion. Exactly, crime of passion. So hmm. They wanted her to be quiet about the relationship. And and for the crime of passion to be there, that means there had to have been feelings. Oh, yeah. I'm just, that's kind of where I was at at the beginning with the double standard of... Wagner... Is a fucking self-hating gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know a few so. people like that that are like self-hating because they don't like who they are. And that's sad. It is. It is. Yeah. That is exactly what this is. He was a self-hating gay who decided that anybody that fit into this had to go because clearly he had to run away from the gay thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he may have had pedophilia thoughts himself. And so he was putting those thoughts into everybody else. And now they're the pedophiles, not him. And that is a very good possibility. Thomas Trevelyan was the next victim. He was found hanging in a tree. Initially, authorities thought it was a suicide, but it was later uncovered it was murder. Thomas was also Barry Lane's former partner. So, so they've killed Barry. And they went after Thomas. And that, to me, tells me that Robert knew. Robert was a little jelly bear. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) God. Instead of just being happy about them breaking up and living his own life and them living their own life, he decided they had to go. Yes. And masked it into a bunch of bullshit. Right. And I feel like just, you know, these couple past murders alone are just mind boggling over the hypocrisy, I guess. Right. But I can tell you it gets even more insane. Okay. Well, let's keep on trugging along in the shit storm train that we're on. <laughs> choo choo. Do you hear it? Do you see all the, the swirling shit and <laughs> the hurricane around us right now, folks? Because that is what has happened. 
Right. Their next victim was 31-year-old Gavin Porter, and he was a friend or former friend of Velasicus, which is Bunting's stepson, if you recall. Mm -hmm. He was strangled to death by Bunting and Wagner. Yeah, I think the moment that you start murdering somebody, you have outreached the friend zone. (laughs) Yes. The moment that you go, I'm going to do this, that's when you've crossed, we can't be friends anymore. Right, yeah. Because even if you survive at that point, you still can't be friends with that person. (laughs) The sentence, I murdered my friend blank, should never come out of anyone's mouth because they're no longer your friend when you murder them. Right, they were your former friend. (laughs) True story, true story. The next victim is the first murder that Velasquez officially participated in. He is 21-year-old. Troy Yod. He's Velasquez's older half-brother that allegedly sexually assaulted him when he was younger. Why did you look at me like that? He, I mean, as I'm, I'm wanting to see a reaction that he just killed his own brother with his stepdad. Oh, okay. I did not put that puzzle... Okay. Please hold for a moment while I read through this again because the puzzle pieces didn't match there. Oh, shit. So remember when you said, in the when we were talking about Velasquez, mm-hmm. he was allegedly sexually assaulted by his older brother? Yes. Well, they just got revenge. So they just, him and Bunting and Wagner decided we're going to kill him because of, again, another allegation. Bunting, Wagner, and Velasquez beat him with a plank of wood before further torturing and killing Troy. What the shit? Yeah. I just have such a hard time with the allegation on their end that these things happened to them. I'm going back to, I'm calling bullshit. Mm-hmm. I understand that you couldn't find anything that said that that was bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm telling you callers now, it's bullshit. They're <laughs> using that as the reason as to why it's okay to murder people, and it's a bullshit reason. And that is why I put allegedly. Right. Because I couldn't find absolute proof. They're, but they're still, just it doesn't th- change the fact that this is James Velasquez's older half-brother. Right. To me, it's like they threw it out there to try to garner sympathy yeah. for the actions that they've committed. Very likely story there. I agree. Because I feel like if there was actual evidence... It would have shown up in the trials or something that this actually happened. Yes. And it would have been part of a court document. It would have been in one of the bits of research that you had where it said was proven to be true. Right, right. And because you couldn't find that, I'm calling these allegations bullshit. You you bullshitted a reason to try to garner <laughs> sympathy. Yeah, yeah. God, that pisses me off. Okay, ready for the next one? No, I'm not. All right, here we go. Oh, of course. Because <laughs> I said, no, I guess we're doing it. So, their next victim was 18-year-old Frederick Brooks. He is the son of a woman who was previously previously engaged to Bunting. And he is also the nephew of Mark Hayden. Frederick was handcuffed, gagged, and tortured before he was killed. They... Mm, keep going keep going i can feel so much anger in me oh oh my god 
They are systematically killing people, not because of a fucking thing that happened to them, but because they are such weak-minded pussies that God forbid anybody else be happy around them. Right, yeah. And so if they aren't happy and they can't manipulate and control and have the power over these people, they will kill them and then lie as to why they killed them. You know, it seemed like it started as, again, not justifying it, just saying what I think is going on in their head as this vigilante cause turning into a self-righteous cause. I bet you those first two people have some weird connection or some very strange connection to these victims. If it was dug down deep enough, there would be some very odd connection that they started off with those two to see if they could get away with it. And then once they realized they could, and nobody gave a damn, that they were going after people that they had systematically in their mind put there. Yeah, yeah. God, I wish you guys could see how mad I am. I don't think I've looked this mad in a while. But like I said, yeah, I was really just wanting the the double standards. So not only did we start with the... One of them was in a homosexual relationship and wanting to kill the homosexuals, now down to killing half-brothers to killing nephews... He's trimming his own family tree. Right. It's people that may not, they may know what's going on, have caught wind, or he doesn't like them for whatever reason. He's doing it for a reason, and he has manipulated the other people around him into believing that this is the correct action because they all have the same like mind, which, if you think about it, is terrifying. How many times can we say that we have watched a documentary where multiple serial killers got together and how horrible? horrible that's turned out because they had like-minded ideals right yeah there, there's just such weird power in crazed groups yes there is okay caller so the next victim i will probably mess up his last name and i'm not trying to on purpose but you know things happen 29 year old gary o'doyer was the next victim Bunting would target Gary because he believed he was weak. Bunting, Wagner, and Velasquez ended up visiting Gary for some drinks at his house. They ended up torturing and killing him instead. Oh my fucking God, it just proved my fucking point. <laughs> Systematic, power and control, do whatever the fuck we want because we just, we can. Mm-hmm. And nobody is there to tell them no. Right, yeah, yeah. Oh, you keep reading. Okay. Well, this next one I feel is going to align with the more personal agenda one. Okay. So the next victim is Elizabeth Hayden. She was 37 years old at the time of her death. If that last name sounds familiar, callers. It does. It's because Elizabeth was Mark Hayden's wife and the aunt to Frederick Brooks. After Bunting and Wagner killed Elizabeth, her own husband... Help dispose of her body. Get the fuck out. Yeah. We need to take a quick pause here because I need to go back through and read some of these again and remake these connections. Alrighty. Okay. Okay. So I re-looked over it and I'm sure if I'm confused at this point, the callers are also a little confused. For sure. Because there is just a murdering of the family tree here. Now, I did say there was going to be a lot of names. You did, and I agreed with, you know, I I said, should I write all this down? And I definitely feel like at this point, I should have wrote 
yeah. all of this down. So will you please go through these names again on how each person is related back to either the murderer or one of the victims. Alrighty, here we go. Okay. James Velasquez and Bunting. Yes. Our father and stepson. Yes. Wagner and Bunting are friends. Yes. Barry Lane was a former boyfriend of Wagner. Correct. Thomas Trevilian was Barry's former partner. Who was former partners with Wagner. Wagner. Correct. Troy Ude was a victim who was the half-brother of Velasquez. Okay. And Velasquez is the stepson of Bunting. Okay. Frederick Brooks is Mark Hayden's nephew. Okay. And then Elizabeth Hayden was Mark Hayden's wife and aunt to Frederick Brooks. And Mark Hayden is our fourth murderer. The one who gets char- doesn't get charged with any of the murders themselves, but he gets charged with disposing of bodies. I don't understand how he didn't get charged with the death of his own wife. Because there wasn't the evidence. Ooh. I feel like somebody fucked up somewhere and lost evidence. Because how do you kill your own wife and have other people kill your wife in your home and not have evidence that leaks back to him? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there was a fuck up in the justice system, and that's how he got off. Maybe Australians, he doesn't get off. Well, I understand. You understand what I mean. No, I get what you're saying, but maybe things are a little different down under. Hmm. Okay. Now we are on to the final victim. David Johnson was 24 years old and was the stepbrother of Velasquez. Did he just kill both of his stepbrothers? Yes, he did. What the fuck? With his stepdad. So the oh my, so these boys are all related back to through marriage and blood in some way. Yes, holy fuck! They ended up strangling and beating David to death. Afterwards, they chopped up his body and put him in the barrels. Not before burning Bunting and Wagner cut off some of his flesh to cook up and consume. Oh my god! Why would you eat your? Yeah. I mean, not to try to crack a funny right now, but it sounded like James Velasquez wanted, really wanted to be an only child. Whoa, 100%. <laughs> I, 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 Sorry to make jokes at these dark times, but we need a little laughter. No, I think that is a wonderful, that is 100% what it is, because I keep thinking how or why is he doing what he's doing? But that's yeah. it. I mean, that's... And I think he has some weird thing for Wagner and Bunting like wants to be in that weird relationship, yeah, I, and be one of his uh, Bunting's stepsons. He already is Velasquez. Velasquez is Bunting's stepson. So okay, I am getting this right. Bunting ate one of his own children. Yeah, through some sort of a weird relation. Oh my god! Through marriage, divorce, and and uh, there's a whole lot of weird married divorce, married divorce. You know shit how... going on, but I didn't want to focus on that fucked up family tree, but more so as how the main four had relation to practically every single one of their victims. You know how I've shown you the House of the Dragon family tree? Yep. And how fucked up that is? Yes. In any Game of Thrones family tree? <laughs> mm-hmm. So welcome to the Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's pretty much what it feels like. That is what is happening. 
we're just offing people to off them, and who can be on top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with all the attention that was raised from the missing persons and murders, the killers decided to move the bodies to a small town called Snowtown, which is where Hayden rented out that old bank vault. The locals of this small town became suspicious with all the newcomers and the coming and going of odd hours, which made some of them call the police. See, this is why it pays to have nosy-ass neighbors. Yes, it does. Because you know Janet was out there going, God, it's real weird that that truck is showing up at 3 a.m., and they come in with barrels, but they don't leave with barrels. Exactly. And why are they going to a bank vault? Right, right. An old bank vault at that. And who gave them permission to be at that bank vault? Gerald, did you give did you give those <laughs> men permission to be? And you know Gerald is like, Janet, just come back to bed. And she is sticking her little finger right through that hole, just watching like a hawk. Yeah. Then in May 1999, the Snowtown police uncovered the bodies and the barrels that were in the bank, that old bank vault. The four were arrested soon after that. Yeah, so those nosy neighbors. Thank you, Janet, for being the nosiest of the nosy <laughs> neighbors. How how we get the police involved and the police checked it out and pow. I wonder how many people are now looking up to see if Janet was the real nosy neighbor. She is just <laughs> a name I made up, guys. I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, obviously the neighbors were like, it's real weird to see somebody coming and going with barrels. Like, you're you're dropping off barrels, but you're not taking anything. Why are you renting an old bank vault? Right. To me, if I lived in a town like that, I would find that suspicious. I would find that very weird. And I'm sure these guys are not the friendliest. I mean, considering they're murdering people, I'd say that's a no. Well, not even that, but you don't even... If you are murdering people, you wouldn't want to have anybody get close to you either because you wouldn't want them to find any evidence or clearly I'm thinking maybe some family members that were off maybe had a question or two and that is why (laughs) they may have been snipped from the family tree. Right. All right, please get us to this trial. Alrighty. Because I feel like it's got to be the most confusing fucking trial ever. (laughs) So, this trial is actually the longest trial in South Australia history, with lasting almost a year. Now, I feel like that's quite short. You that's know, short compared to some of the trials right. we have around here. But it set a South Australian we'll record. Give you a speedy trial around here five <laughs> years later. Right. But in the end, all four were found guilty of their crimes. Good. Bunting received 11 consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Bye, asshole. Wagner received 10 consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Goodbye, asshole number two. Velasquez received four consecutive life sentences with the possibility of parole after 26 years. No, 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 no. You murdered two of your brothers. Right. You don't... No. No, no, no. Goodbye, asshole number three. But we will be seeing you never. Right. Just because he's up for it doesn't mean he'll get it. Right. And Hayden received 25 years with the possibility of parole after 18. Yeah. Mm. 18 years. He pisses me off the most. Yeah, I feel like he kind of... He participated. He had a lot more involved with that case. Right. And I really feel as if somebody dropped the fucking ball. Right. And I understand that you probably couldn't find anything on it because I'm sure they're real cagey about 
well, we didn't do anything wrong. The U.S. is just as bad about, you know, we like we don't like to admit that we dropped evidence or, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, there's yeah. something about that one that says either he sold them out and got a plea deal or they didn't have the evidence that they had. They fucked it up. Right. Because there's no way that you killed your wife and there wasn't any evidence. I I agree. I agree. So, Ryan, how does this fit into the Season 5 theme of murderous entertainment? Well, as I mentioned earlier, this crime spree inspired a movie. Now, it is not a well-known movie here in the U.S. Okay. But it did win several AACTA awards, including Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actress, and Best Sound. Wow. Now, in case... You and the callers are wondering what AACTA is. That literally was going to be my next question. I thought maybe it's like the Writers Guild thing. It is the Australian Academy of Cinema and Television Arts Awards. So like their version of the Oscars. Correct. Okay. So it's pretty big. I don't have a guess on what movie this is. I, I mean, I didn't either. I did check it out in the box office. It didn't do that well here. Wow. I'm surprised with it yeah. having so many awards for them. But yeah, it did do well in Australia. Okay, what is the movie? It inspired the 2011 movie Snowtown. You know what? I think I have heard of the movie. Yes, I have too. Now I want to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. As always, we will remember the names of those victims, and they are Quentin Treiser, 22. Ray Davies, 26. Michael Gardner, 19. Barry Lane, 42. Thomas Trevelin, 18. Gavin Porter, 29. Troy Ude, 21. Frederick Brooks, 18. Gary O'Dwyer, 29. Elizabeth Hayden, 37. David Johnson, 24. So this is going to be the first time in a long time that we give you guys four different numbers, but they are important as we talked about people of the trans community of the gay community being victimized. Correct. And we will always give out those numbers. And so there is the Trevor Lifeline, which is for 25 years and younger. That number is 1-866-488-7386. Crisis intervention and suicide prevention for LGBT plus community members is available. There is also the SAGE, which is for 25 years and older, and that number is 877-360-5428. This is confidential support and crisis response connecting LGBT older people with friendly responders for LGBT elders and caretakers. We also want to give you the Trans Lifeline. That number is one 877 565-8860. A 24-7 hotline available in the U.S. staffed by transgendered people for transgendered people, offering 24-7 confidential crisis support. And as always, you are in charge of your own mental health. So if you or somebody that you know is suffering a mental health crisis or suicidal thoughts, please call 988. And there you have it, colors. That was the bottles in bottles, bodies in barrels, murders. That was 
a fucking wild ride of family tree craziness. Right. We cannot have another case like this for a while. My mind is still having some issues. <laughs> Please remember to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. Also, don't forget to follow us on the socials. Facebook.com slash call us dead. Follow us on TikTok at call us when dead, where you can see some fun videos of us or better yet, Jakaris, the sugar gliders, Emma and Regina, or of course our dogs, Lola and Bailey, or email us at call us dead at yahoo.com to tell us what you thought about the case, ask some questions, suggest some cases or seasons, or just to say hi. Also, if any of you callers would like us to give a shout out or message to someone you know, let us know. But until then, remember to stay strong. Do everything with love. Know there is always hope. And in case you forget, you can always call call us when when you're you're dead. dead.